Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Aaron Sorcher. Meseches Yuma has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shmuley Katz, Le'ilay Nishmas, Mars Hanel Abbas, Reb Shraga Fleischman, and Reb Shimon Ben Reb David. We're learning Meseches Yuma, Daf Samach Beis. We're going to start the sixth parak. The Mishnah says, Shnei Siva Yehim HaKippurim, Mitzvahsen Shishneim Shavim. The two goats of Yom Kippur, the Sila Hashem and the Sila Azazel, the mitzvah is that both of them should be equal, they should be the same, in their looks, in their height, and in their cost, and they should be bought at the same time. Even if they're not similar, it's kosher, it's only l'chatchila. And even if you didn't buy them together, you bought one today and one tomorrow, they're kosher. Now, the Rishayim Askakasha on Maret, it says three things that have to be similar. They have to look the same, same height, and the same value. So, Maret, they have to look the same. The Rishayim, Taisashanim, Taisirashu, Dva, the Askakasha, that in Sanhedrin, in Ben Sayyir it says that there's a man, the Amman, that says that a Ben Sayyir never was and never will be. Why? Because he learns that from the Pasuk that B'nai Nuzeh, they have to say together that our son means that they have to be Shava B'kail of Amari of Akaima, that they have to, the father and mother have to be identical in their look, in their height, and in their voice. And that's not possible. So that's why it never, never was and never will be. It's impossible to have two people that are identical. So Asif Shat, here it says you can have two goats that are identical. And there it says it's impossible to have two people that are identical. So the Rishayim answer that there's a chile between people and animals. People have very distinctive features. Every person looks very different. And therefore you can't have two people that are identical. But animals, animals aren't distinct. And therefore you can have two animals that are identical. That's the Tezushanim, Tezurashu, it was Teretz. But the Asakashri Shalmi says that even two chitim aren't identical. Even two kernels of wheat aren't identical. The Ebishtah didn't make Brias exactly identical, period. Everything is distinct. So what's the Pshat that you could have two goats that are identical? So then the Rishayinim say, that doesn't mean Mamish identical, it's impossible to tell them apart, they're exactly alike in every aspect. That's not what it means. It's as close as you could get. You get it that looks seemingly identical, that's also good enough. But they seem to still hold the same chilek between people and animals. In other words, by people, why don't you say by Ben Sayyamar also that as long as the mother and father look pretty much alike, that's good enough. Tarot says people don't even look pretty much alike. Every person looks different. And you'll be able to easily tell them apart. By shaking animals, you can have two animals that look pretty much alike, even though they're not exactly identical. And after careful inspection, you'll be able to tell them apart. But when you're looking at them superficially, they will look exactly identical. And that's by animals, but not by people. To me, exactly identical, that's impossible. Even two chitim aren't exactly identical. Even two kernels of wheat. But to be basically identical, there you can have by animals, but not by people. So that's the terrors, the first terrors we're having, the terrors of the Rishenim, to Mechalak between our case and the case of Ben Meir, is the chitim people and animals, that people cannot be identical, Animals could be identical. Now the Meir from the Yushalmi, that even animals, even plants, can't be exactly identical. Terrence says you don't need exactly identical, you need basically identical. And that would apply by animals. Mishvasemis says the Terrence that not being mechalotin people and animals, 
Tasemis is a tarot that twins are identical. You could have identical twins that look identical, even by people. And you could have animals also that are twins. So by the Shnei Sri if you need identical goats, you could have twins. Mashen Kain, the father and the mother of the Ben Sarimayr, uh, clearly they're not siblings, they're not twins, and therefore they wouldn't be able to be identical. That's how he's mechalic. But Lefides Vasemus would come out that Lechatchila, you would have to get twins, because only twins are identical. You don't find such a halach, huh? So that's why Lechayi like to be shenim, that animals could, could be somewhat identical, identical enough, even if they're not twins. For me, it's mashma for Mashi and from the Mi'iri, that uh, Maira doesn't mean identical. You know, by Ben Sarah, Maira it does. And by here, it's mashma doesn't mean identical. But here, the, 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 there's a drasha, it's a different drasha. And perhaps here, the drasha wouldn't say they have to be identical. They just have to have the same color. Rashi says, Shneim Levanim Eshcherim. When Rashi's being mefarish, what Maira means. He says, Shneim Levanim Eshcherim. Both black, both white, Eishachufim. So the shaila what the word sechufim is, the Sasemis learned Kishitasai that have to tackle be identical, that sechufim means they're both the same thickness. Sechufim is a lashin of Nistaf uh, Chesedeu, they're both thin. But other Rishainim, the other, other, other Mepharshim and Megia, you see the Hagai Sabach is, um, is Megia Shechumim, which means both brown, it's a color, and the um, Rav Ranchberg is Megia Shechufim, which I also think it means a color. And the Mi'iri also is mashma color. He says, They're both black, they're both white, or they both have a different color. It's mashma that the whole din of Mara is dafka din in the color, not a din in the distinctive features of the animal. So Lafizet, a terence would be that by the Joshua by Sanhedrin, Shavah Mara means not that the man and the woman, the husband and wife, the father and mother have to have the same color, but it means they have to actually look the same. They have to, have to actually look identical, which that you don't have. Mashiach in here, there's no din they have to look identical. The whole din is they have to have the same color. Which is mashma anyway, because since you have another pasuk of kaima, why isn't kaima an identifying feature? It's mashma. If you need another pasuk for kaima, that would sound to me that Mara wouldn't tell you all identifying features. Mara just tells you one, which like Rashi and the Miri say, which means the color. Agav, I thought of another teretz that maybe by Ben Sayyid and Mary were dealing with a father and a mother, a male and a female. To have a male and a female being identical is much less likely than to have two goats, which are both male, and anyway, by goats, the male and females aren't so different, and uh, be much more possible to have two identical ones. Now, the Mishnah also mentions they have to be Similar bedamim. Mara, the looks, like we said, either it means the features or it means the color. And bekaim means the height, and bedamim, and the value. Now, the taisis yantiv is mashman, it means how much you paid for it. Because taisis yantiv, in one of his pshatim, to answer the problem that taisis is bothered with, that um, that, that Shimon learns that, Mara learns that from the three times it says shnei. Shnei, so it doesn't have to say shnei, it just says siyre miyatsirim shnayim. It says shnei. The word shnei is the extra thing to tell you they have to be shavit. It says three times. So that teaches you that the shavit b'mariah b'kaimu b'damim. So Taizyantiv has a pshat to answer Taizyantiv's kasha that Rabshim and Darshan is one of these shneis for something else. That you learn that from one of the words shnei to tell you that they have to be shavit b'mariah b'kaimu. 
and the other one to tell you bedamim and blikichas and kaachas, because myra and kaima are both something which is the physical feature of the animal, something which is begufai, that the physical, the myra and the kaima are the same, and dam blikichas and kaachas is something which has nothing to do with the physical feature of the animal. It has to do with something which happened, an event that happened to the animal, how much money you paid for it, and how mu- whether you bought it together. But um, the Rashash and the Maria also on the side of the Taisus Yantif, they say the Yushalmi says that Damim doesn't mean how much you paid for it. Damim means how much it's worth. It has nothing to do with the money that you actually paid for it. It has to do with the, the value of, 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 of the goat, how much it's worth. So there, the Sasemis is a little bothered. The Fishitase and like the Rishayim Amashman, that they have to be um, have identical features. So then, if one is worth more than the other, that would seem that there's something different about it. In other words, let's say one is fat and one is skinny, and the fatter one is worth more. So that would mean that there's something different about the fatter one. So it would be something which would be identifiable, so that would fit into Mara. Few we were learning that uh, all it means is the color. It's Bechal Natshver. Lefi what I'm midayik from Rashi and the Meiri, and even lefi the Rishonim that say it doesn't have to be mamish identical, so it's also not so sure, but could be, could be that if if it's discernible enough that it would make a difference in the price, so why would that be already chesaron that's not shavu b'mara? So Sasema says that some things go into the value which you really can't see. Lamashal, uh, it says the egla tulsa, which some means a shlishi lebeten, a third born calf tastes better than uh, the first two that are born. So that could look exactly the same, a third-born goat to another goat, and still it would make a difference, Not nothing discernible, but there are other things that have to do with it, even if you can't see it, but would make a difference in the price, and that's what it means with Amim. Now, Rosa says that you buy them together, the Tezishanim, and the other Rishanim point out that um, a Kenyan by Hektish is done with Kesef. As soon as you give them money, it's, um, it's considered bought. So how would you buy something ke'echad? Either if you're buying it from the same person, you're paying for them at the same time, or if you buy it from two different people, if the two people, the two meichrim, send the shliach, and you give the money to the shliach at one time, send the kinyan on both goats to be chal together, and that's l'kichas and ke'echad. So you're buying them at the same time, meaning you're paying for them at the same time, because the way to be kaina hektish is through kesef. Now the Mishnah goes on. Let's say you bought the two goats and one of them died. If you didn't do Agrola yet, just buy another goat, appear to the one that's alive. But if you already did Agrola, then you're not able to do, just make another appear because that one won't have Agrola. So then, so you have to take another, buy, bring another two goats. And make another hagrol on them. And say if the shame if the shall shame died, so this one that you're having a girl shame should be in place of that one, which, as Rashi points out, and um, and as the Miri is more Meirich, it doesn't mean that after hagrol you say if the shame shall shame died, so this one is the tachtov. And if the Azazel died, so the Azazel is Tachtov. Because that would imply that you don't know which one died. Now, if you don't know which one died, so that means you have a suffix on the one that's left over. Is it the shame or the Azazel? Obviously, there's nothing you can do. You're going to have to start over and just make a new Hagrola. 
Then that's not what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah, in, in, the, in the cases, you know which one died. You know if the shame died or the Azazel died. But you make another agrola, and if the shame died, then you say that this one that came for the shame should be Tachas, the one that died. And if the Azazel died, then you say that the one of the Azazel should be Tachas, the one of the Azazel that died. In other words, V'yaymer imshal shame meis is two different cases. V'yaymer, and he says, if the shame died, what he says is that the shame should be Tachas, the one that died, which is the shame. And if the Azazel died, then what he should say is that the Azazel should be Tachas, the one that died, which is the Azazel. That's a pshat in the Mishnah. And then the Mishnah says, V'asheni, the second one, you should let it pasture until it gets a mum, and then it's sold and the money is brought for the nadava, which the Tanakama holds, that even though normally a chatas that wasn't used, and sekipur balea, the din is its tamas, you just kill it. But by a chatas at there's no din of tamas. The din is, you let it get a mum, and then you paid it, and then you bring a carbon adava from its money. But Rabbi Yudah I'm a Thomas, and Rabbi Yudah says that no, even a chatas sibur dies. And the Gemara is going to explain the machlekes. So now, let's back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said, if before the Hagrola one of them died, you do not purchase another two seirim, you just buy one extra seir, a zug, for the one that's alive, and make the Hagrola on these two. So the Rishayinim ask, missing the din of the kinchas and kachas. The two seirim that you're using, they weren't bought at the same time. The first seir was bought together with the seir that now died, and the second seir was bought after that seir died. So you're missing the kinchas and kachas. So, the Rishonim say, since the kinchas and kachas is not li kuva, it's not ma'akiv, even if you don't kinchas and kachas, so therefore we don't waste a seir by by to be mekayin the mitzvah kachas and kachas, if you're going to now have to buy two seirim, so either the seir that's left or the zug of the seir that's going there is going to have to be wasted. It's going to have to be yirat sheyistayev, or according to Abuda Thomas. So you don't do that just to mekayin the lachatchila of the kachas and kachas. It's not enough. It's already called b'diavid if you're going to have to waste the carbon. That you don't do that. You just buy another zug. Yes, buy a zug for the sheni. And that's good for the chiddush of the Mishnah, even though there's a din lechatchil of kachas and kachas. But if it's before the hagrola, and the only way now it could be kachas and kachas is if you waste the sar that you bought already, or one of the seirim that you're buying now, so you don't do that. You just buy one more sar, and in order to save hektish, you are mavatir on the din of kachas and kachas. Now the Taisa Shanim says that this is only if you already have a siranasa bechutz. If you already have a siranasa bechutz, so then you do this. Mashenkin, if you don't have a siranasa bechutz, so then what you could do is you could take the other sir and designate that now as a siranasa bechutz. The din is that the siranasa bepnimi or both sir before hagrola could be used as a siranasa bechutz. So in order to mekayim the mitzvah and kachas, and you won't be wasting any sirim, You'll go and take the seer that's left and make that the seer nasa bechutz. Like we'll see at the end of the blot, that could be the seer nasa bechutz. And therefore, you'll have the akim of the dinner class and kachas to be able to buy two new seerim. That's what Tezah Shadim holds. Now the Mish is talking about you already designated the seer nasa bechutz, you already have one. So again, you won't be able to buy two seerim 
without wasting one. But the Ridva says that the Gemara never mentioned such a thing. The Mishnah and the Gemara, no one mentioned such a hechetimsa that if you if you did if you did not designate the sir nasibachutz, then if one of them dies, you would only buy, you would buy two more and use this one as a sir nasibachutz in order to make in the mitzvah of lichas and kachas. the mitzvah lichas and kachas is not chash enough. He says to go and make such a big bilbul. To go and take the seer that you bought and make that the seer nasibachutz. We don't do that. It's too big of a tircha. The mitzvah of the chasen kachas is only lechatchila. Now that you did that and one of them died, even though you have an eitzah, you can make the other one a seer nasibachutz and then have another chasen kachas. We don't bother with it. It's too late. We just buy one more seer and we won't have the chasen kachas. That's the machlekes of Shanim and the ridva. Now the Mishnah goes further, that if after the Hagrola, one of them died, so then you have to buy two new Seirim, and one of them will be in replacement for the one that died. If the shame died, so the shame will be replacement for the one that died. If the Azazel died, the Azazel replacement for the one that died. And the other one would be Yirach Yistayev. The other one, yeah, the Gemara speaks about which one do you do, use the first one and let the second one be Yerachi Yistayev? We use the second one, let the first one be Yerachi Yistayev. We'll see in the Gemara later. And the Rishayim ask Akasha that there's a Gemara earlier in the fourth parak, a whole discussion if Agrola is Ma'akiv or not. Well, I said the Maskana was that Agrola is Ma'akiv, but the Gemara has a whole discussion about it. So the Rishayim want to know what's the Pshat, what's the Havimina that Agrola is Ma'akiv, is not Ma'akiv. This Mishnah should be a raya that Agrola is Ma'akiv. Because if Agrola is not Ma'akiv, so then why, even Mishahigul Mace, why can't you just get another seer and designate it as the one, Tachas, the one that died without Agrola? And that way you won't be wasting a sire. If you're going to say Agrola is Ma'akiv, then you can't do it, because since you're missing Agrola, the next seer that you got doesn't have Agrola. Memela, it's possible you won't be able to yet sit Avedi Shemikipurim without Agrola. Mashain Kane, if you say Agrola is not Makiv, all it is is the mitzvah. So we see that when a seer dies before the Agrola, even though you're going to be missing the mitzvah of the Kicha Ka'achas, which is the mitzvah, but we say no, since it's not Ma'akiv. So therefore, we will Mavatar on it in order to not to waste the sir, not to have a carbon goli imud. So why not the same thing after the Agrola? If a girl is ma'akiv, then it wouldn't be shaykh. But if a girl is only the mitzvah, so why don't we say also umavatir on the hagrola in order that one of the seim shouldn't go to waste? So the Gemara earlier should have brought a raya from the Mishnah that since the Mishnah doesn't give you an option not to make hagrola, and that way save the seer, that should be a raya that a girl is ma'akiv. That's the Teizeshanim, Teizrash, and Dvaz Kasha. So Teizeshanim and Teizrash and the Ridva, they answer that there's a difference. The Kichas and Ka'achas is a mitzvah which is supposed to be done Erev Yom Kippur. A mitzvah that's supposed to be done Erev Yom Kippur, even though you could do it on Yom Kippur, you're allowed to buy a carbon on Yom Kippur, but primarily, when, when, are, you, when are you going to buy the carbon? You buy the carbon Erev Yom Kippur. Even though if you, case you didn't buy the carbon Erev Yom Kippur, you could still buy it on Yom Kippur. But you're supposed to buy it Erev Yom Kippur. So since the mitzvah is supposed to be done Erev Yom Kippur, and therefore, if it's not Ma'akiv, we don't do this mitzvah on Yom Kippur in order to save the carbon. Mashenk and Agrola, which is supposed to be done on Yom Kippur, since it's supposed to be done on Yom Kippur, 
and now one of them died, so now you don't have the mitzvah grill anymore, so we buy another two, even though a series is going to be wasted, and order to in the mitzvah grill. This is Shainim's answer. So the Gvurah is bothered by this answer. He says, what's the difference if the mitzvah is supposed to be done Ervim Kippur, is supposed to be done Anyam Kippur? If the din is that something which is not ma'akiv, you mevatar on it in order not to waste the soil, in order not to waste the carbon. So therefore, what's the difference when it's supposed to be done? And if the din is that you're supposed to be mekayim the mitzvah even at the expense of wasting a soil, right? What's the difference when the mitzvah should be done? The teretz of the rishonim is mechusabir. So, I would have answered the kasha. And maybe this is what the Rishayim mean, like we'll see, the Ritva is a little bit mashma. That there's a big difference between the Lechatechila of Likichas and Ka'achas and the Lechatechila of Agrola. Even if Agrola is not Ma'akiv, Agrola is a mitzvah. The Torah said a mitzvah to do. The Torah said to use Gairolas, Asha'olol of Agarola Hashem, there's a mitzvah of Agrola. Even if the din is Agrola is not Ma'akiv, because it's Varim Shanasen, the big day love and Bechutz, it's considered, it's not, it's not, chukah doesn't go on it, but it's a mitzvah. And a mitzvah you have to do. So even though a sorry is going to be wasted, that's not, that, that, that's a problem. But it doesn't matter, it's not a reason not to do a mitzvah. There's no mitzvah to buy them ka'achas. It's not a mitzvah, it's not an avayda. It's not a mitzvah to buy them ka'achas. It's a din l'chatchila in the se'irim. There's a din to bring se'irim. So just like the seirim have to be shavu b'mare, right? So let's say you bought two seirim that were shavu b'mare, and now one of those seirim died. It's before Hagrola. And now you could only get another seir, a zug, which is not shavu b'mare. So the shaila, should you get a zug which is not shavu b'mare, or should you get another two seirim, and those seirim will be shavu t'mare to each other? So definitely the svarah would be, just like the Chos and Kachas, that since it's not Ma'akiv, so good. So you can get a seer which is not Shavu B'mayra. You weren't over on a mitzvah. You did not do a mitzvah. You don't have the most Mahudadikis Irim. You don't have the most Lechatchiladikis Irim. The most Lechatchiladikis Irim is Shavu B'mayra. And you don't have that. But why? Because if you're going to go and try to be Ma'akbid to get the most Lechatchiladikis Irim, to get the Shavu B'mayra, so the seer you already bought is going to be wasted. And that you don't want to do. So, merely you mevater on that hider. So, say the chas and ka'achas. There's no mitzvah to buy them. There's no mitzvah to buy them ka'achas. The din is, it's a hider in the seirim. The seirim that are bought ka'achas, they're the more mahudadik seirim that you need for Yom Kippur. Now that you bought the seirim ka'achas and one of them died, and if you're going to buy another two seirim ka'achas, so it's going to be wasted. So merely you mevater on this hider today that a carbon shouldn't be wasted. Is it in you not to be mafsed a carbon? Mashenkin hagrola, hagrola is a seder of the avodiyamikipurim. Even if that particular seder is not ma'akiv, but there's a mitzvah to do it. There's a chiv to do it. It's a mitzvah I say to do this hagrola. It's not ma'akiv. You'll be yitzin the mitzvah of the carbon without it. But this is part of the mitzvah. It's a chelik of the mitzvah of yamikipurim. It's not just a lechatchila in the seirim. It's not just mahudadik asirim if you have a grola. There's a chiv to go do the grola. So there, even if you're going to have to end up wasting a soy, for lachar, you're not allowed to skip out a part of the avodis yamikipurim, even a part that's not ma'akiv. That will be the teretz. Maybe that's what the Yishayinim mean. Like, it's a bit dachuk, because they make a big deal out of the fact that the lakicha 
was done um, the, the, the day before. But the Ritva is a shtikumashmer away. The Ritva says, when he says the Teretz, he says that um, the Lakich is different because it's not a mitzvah to be done. He says, the Hasim ain't a mitzvah kol kach, kevin she'ena b'yemi kippurim atzmai. It's felt in the midst of the Kassim Kachas because it's not done on Yom Kippur, even though you could buy it on Yom Kippur. So there, I'll leave it out. In other words, what I think he means to say is that if it doesn't have to be done in Yom Kippur, so then, in, in them state, that it's not me maisa yom kippurim. It's not the din of the seirim. It's a hidden seirim. So then, you don't have to be makbut on the hidden b'malkam that you're going to have to waste another sir. Mashengin agrola, agrola has to be done in yom kippur. In them state, it's from the avodis yom kippurim that you can't be mavatar on, even if it's not makiv, but you can't be mavatar on the lechatchila, even if you're going to have to waste another sir. And now let's see the gemara. The Gemara first brings the drasha. Tanar Abana Yach Shnei Seire Izim. Anyway, me it's Seire Shnei Amatamil Meshnei. She Shnei Shavim. Why does it say Shnei? If we just say Seire Izim, we would know two. Because me it's Seire Shnei. Why does it say Shnei? To tell you that both of them have to be the same. And the Gemara says, Menai Nafish Ein Shnei Shavim Kshayim Tamloim Mesar Sariva. That you remember from the extra word Sar that even if it's it's not Ma'akiv. Usually, when you have a din, the din mela by kachim is not to be ma'akiv, unless you have a special sheen all of a kasav ma'akiv, and the Torah says it twice. So, how would you know ikuva? And even though it says chuka, but chuka is only for the dvar manasim big day love and lefnim, or the dvar manasim big day love and lechutz, and it wouldn't apply to this, like Rashi says, because this was done the day before. So, the Gemara says. It says three times shnei, so that will be ma'akiv. So Gemara says, You need um, one shnei to teach you each one. You need one to tell you ma'ra, and one to tell you kaim, and one to tell you damim. So Tezashanim says, But you don't have a positive telling like a and ka'achas. Saitaka so has one girsa. That says, Chad l'mayr v'kayma, chad l'damim, chad l'chas and kachas. That mayr and kayma is taka from one pasuk, because that tells you physically it has to look the same. Damim is, it has to have the same value. And l'chas and kachas is the third one. And you taka have one pasuk for mayr and kayma, because they're both telling you that physically they're the same. But the girsa that we have, chad l'mayr, chad l'kayma, chad l'damim, doesn't have a pasuk l'chas and kachas. He says, because you don't learn it out from shnei, you learn out from the fact that it says it next to Yikach, Shnei Sirei either it's a drasha, because it says Shnei next to Yikach, so therefore it's like it would say another time Shnei to be together with Yikach, or it's Tam the Mashmais, Yikach, Shnei Sirei even if one say Shnei, Yikach, Sirei would be, tell you to buy them together, you have to buy both Sirei together, because it's Yikach, Sirei And he spoke at earlier the Taisis Yandif that says that one Pasuk is for Marion Kaim and the other Pasuk is for Domim and Lekos and Kaachas. When a Mitzayra is tar, he buys two kvasim that are male for Ayla and Hashem, uh, and one kevis for the Chatas. So it says, Yikach Shnei Kvasim, so it's saying Joshua. Anyway, meet Kvasim Shnaim, Matamoy Mishnei, Shishnei Shavim. 
that you need the two kvasim, the oil and the ashim, should be exactly the same. It's because you have a ribu, you have keves, keves. And the Mark explains why you need the ribu, because otherwise you would say, yeah, to tell you that everything is ma'akiv. So that's why keves, keves, shiva tells you that any kvasim are good enough, even if they're not shavim. The Lakut Elachis um, mentions that the Rambam is mashmit this din completely. He says it's a pal. The Rishash also asks the same cash on the Rambam. Lamaisa, this din is a brisa that's brought here. It's also brought in the Yishalmi. It's also in the Tayus Kainim. And the Rambam is completely mashmit this din. It's not brought in the Rambam Bechlal, the din that the Kivseh, the, the, the Shnei Kvasim, the Kivseh Mitzayra, the Eulah and the Ashem have to be shavim. Then the Gemara goes on. One more halacha that both have to be shavim. Tanya nami gav mitzayri kai gavna, but it's sipari mitzayri. You have the same halacha because it says sipari. Anyway, me it's sipari mshnayim. Matam loy mshtei. She shteim shavus that the two sipari mitzayri should be shavus. Umenai and shavus she einim shavus ksheves. Tamloy mitzipa tziparivo. They learn that from an extra word tzipar to tell you that even if it's not shavus, it's still good. The Morrisu explains the reason why we'd have a half a minute ma'akiv is because it would say tia. So there, the Rambam does bring down the Salach. It's also Mavur in the Mishnah, in the Gun, Magdal Mishnah. And the Lukut Elachis is Ma'ir, that there in the Mishnah and in the Rambam, it's Mavur that they have to be shoving the Ma'ir, Ubekaim, Ubedam, Lukachas, and Kachas. Just like the Shnei Seirim over here, Ashava, Bemaira, Ubekaim, Ubedam, Lukachas, and Kachas. So the Shnei Tzipari, Mitzera also are similar in all these three things, Ma'ir, and Kaima, and Damim, and Lukachas, and Kachas. He's bothered. You really only have one drasha here. By the Shnei Siri Mikipurim, the Taka three times it says Shnei, and the Gemara learns that from all these psukim that you learn out, Ma'ir Kaim Adamim, and Lichas and Kachas. Mashain Kain, by the Tzipari Mitzayra, it doesn't say three times, it only says one time Shnei. So how could you learn out a Chav and all the three things? So the Kutilacha says, because Baisis is Bazevigilal Zeh. When you see the Shnei Shavim over here, and this extra psukim telling you it's Shavim, and all the things, Ma'ir, Kaim, Adam, and Lechas, and Ka'achas, so Ba'azev, Gilal, Zeh, that here, what's the parameter, also, it says, they have to be Shneim, Shavim, it's, it's Yosad, Neman, that the Shneim, Shavim is, in Ma'ir, Kaim, and Damim, and Lechas, and Ka'achas. Then the Ma'ir, Sakasha, so if you're darshing that way, so by the Talmud, also it says, Shnei, Kvasim, and why does it say Shneim? Anyway, Mi, Kvasim, Shneim. Also, you should darshish be Shneim, Shavim. So the Gemara says that the Shnayim there, the Shnayim Le'em that you need there is to teach you Shnayim Le'em Keneged Hayayim. The Shkita has to be opposite the sun. So the Gemara brings this Brisa that the Shkita has to be opposite the sun. And it brings the Brisa that the Talmud Shal Shacha, the Mishnah is actually a Mishnah in Talmud, the Talmud Shal Shacha was Nishmar al-Karen Sfeinis Maravis al-Tabas Shniya, and Shabana Bayim was Nishkat Karen Mizrochis Sfeinis al-Tabas Shniya. That the Talmud Shashacha was done on the northwestern place on the Tabash near on the second ring, and the Talmud Shabbat was done on the northeastern place on the Tabash near also on the second ring. So, what exactly this means is actually a Machlaikis and Mepharshim, and what the Pshatan is also a Machlaikis, like we're going to explain. Rashi explains that there was 24 rings, the 24 poles there, each one with a ring on it, to help out for the Shita. They were, they were done in um, 6 by 4. They were done 6 by 4. There were four rows of six poles that were done right, and all of these were on the north side of the Mizbech, 
where you do the shechita of the Eila, of the Kedish Kedashim on the north side of the Mizbeach. So Rashi learns when it says the Tzvainis Maravis and Tzvainis Mizrachis, Tzafin means Tzafin to the Mizbeach. It means north of the Mizbeach. And that's the halacha that the shechita of Kachi Kachim of Eila has to be al Yerech Mizbeach Tzafina, it has to be on the north. So that's what it means. It's on the north side of the Mizbech. It doesn't mean on the north side of the Tabais. It means on the north side of the Mizbech, Actually, it was closer to the Mizbech, which since this was all on the north of the Mizbech, it was actually the southern end of the Tabais. Like we'll see, it's the Tabais near. It wasn't all the way to the south, but it was more towards the south than towards the north. In the morning, it would be done in the west, because that's called Keneged Hashemesh. The sun is in the east in the morning, and therefore you do it all the way to the west, because that's the opposite side of the sun. That's Keneged Hashemesh. But the Gemara says, you do it on Tabash near. In other words, you don't have it on the Tabas, which is closest to the Mizbech. You have it on the Tabash near, on the second Tabas, already on the second row of Tabas. So, as far as east and west is concerned, it's all the way to the west, and it was the closest to the Hechel. But as far as its relation to the Mizbech, it's not the one adjacent to the Mizbech. That would be the most south one. It's a Debashniya, it's actually the second one. But it's called Tzafinus because it was softened to the Mizbech. That's how Rashi learns. That's also how Taisus and the Taisus Rush also learn that the that it wasn't the north, the northern part of the Tabais. It was actually closer to the south, but it was north of the Mizbech, Tzafin of the Mizbech, and it was on the Maiv, and it was Tabashni, it means it was one Tabas over. So the Rishayim discussed why was it one Tabas over? Why wasn't it on the Tabas that was right next to the Mizbech? Rashi first says he doesn't know the Tam. And, and then Rashi says that he heard a Tam because you want to use the pole all the way close to the Mizbech to help out, tie the legs of the Tumid to that pole. If you'd have it in the in the south, if you have it on, on, on the pole which is closest to the Mizbech, you won't have a pole to tie its legs down. So that's why you have it in the pole that's the second pole so you could tie its legs down to the first pole. So the Taisus Yishanim and the Taisus Rush asked the Kasha on this Pshat that according to this pshat, its its head is on the second pole, and its legs are tied to the first pole, so that would mean that its legs are facing the mizbech. The way you would shech the tamid is fakir, to put the head facing the mizbech, and the legs facing the other way, so it shouldn't be marbitz glolim on the side towards the mizbech. If it's marbitz glolim, it would be on the other side, so it wouldn't be right opposite the mizbech. So that would be the correct way to do it to put the legs on the other side, further away from the Mizbech. According to Rashi, the Badafka seemed to have put the legs closer to the Mizbech, which, why would they do such a thing? That's the Kasha Tezer Shanim and Tezer Rush. So the Tferis Yisrael, on the Mishnah and Tamid, asks another Kasha, which the Tezer Rid, he's Mechavan to the Tezer Rid, the Tezer Rid also asks this Kasha, that it says that the, the poles were six Amis apart, or there were four Amis apart. It depends if they were, if they were six by four or four by six. Depends on the Cheshman exactly how the poles were. It's a Machlekes there in Tamid. But they were either four Amis apart or they were six Amis apart. So how would you be able to tie the legs of the Kevis onto the other pole? A, the guf, the body of the Kevis is not four Amis or six Amis.
Taisus really, really asks this kasha here. And Teres Yisrael was mechavim to the kasha. He brings the Taisus Menach, it's a very interesting one, that they had very huge kvasim from the Medrash, very huge kvasim that were used for the Talmud. He brings from the Medrash in Breshis Rabbah that when they would take them on camels, their legs would drag on the ground. So they actually used kvasim. And Taisus learned that it was a emente kipshutai. It wasn't the guzma. Look at Taisus early on after Zayinam Abayz, the Maschal Minashal Chanes. It sounds like he learned the Medrash literally that there were actually very, very large kvasim that were used. So that would answer the kasha. He also says it's not so shway. You could have um, large, you could have long ropes tying the legs to the other tabas. It doesn't have to be the kevises there. You could use long ropes to tie it. See, he doesn't hold the Taisus kasha so shway. But we said we already have the Taisus Shanim's kasha. That why would they put the legs towards the Mizbech, L'chayur, the correct thing would be to put the legs away from the Mizbech. And he also asked the Kasha that the Mishnah and Tamid says that they didn't, they didn't tie the, 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 the Tamid, that they, they, they spread out the animal and the legs were away. Fakir, they tied the legs and the, and the, the legs and the arms together, the Yudayim and Uglayim, the four legs and the hind legs, they tied them together. So then, again, why would you need the Tabas, the other Tabas to help out? That's the Kashis on Rashi's Pshat. So Taisa's Pshat is, because they didn't want it on the one right next to the Mizbech, because maybe we marbitz glolim. And Taisa's Pshat is a little bothered by that also, that L'chayr, if you're putting the back away from the Mizbech, so what's the difference which Tabas it's on, it's marbitz glolim, and it itself, the animal itself, is between the glolim and the Mizbech. Why would it make such a difference if there's a Tabas in the way or not? Al Kabbana Metzitaisis Teretz said they didn't want it on the Tabas, which is right next to the Mizbech, because maybe it'll be Marbitz Glolim. The Taisis Shanim and Taisis Rosh say Epshat, because you want it Kenegad Hashemesh, and the one that's right next to the Mizbech would have the shade of the Mizbech, would block out the sun. So you wouldn't be able to put it on the Tabas that's adjacent to the Mizbech, because there it wouldn't be called Kenegad the sun. Because the shade of the Mizbech is blocking the sun at that point. That's why you move it over one Tabas. There it won't have the shade of the Mizbech. And Mamela, you'd be able to be connected the Shemesh. That's the Pshat of the Taisarash and the Taisarashanim. And also the Rav and the Mishnais and Tamin also says the Pshat. Now, all these Yushanim are learning the Pshat that Sufainis just means Safin and Mizbech. And Mizrachis and Maravis mean the outermost east the one furthest east and the one furthest west. On the morning you do furthest west, the one closest to the Hechel, and on the and the Bein Arbaim you do the furthest east, the one closest to the entrance of the Azara. And Tabash near means you move it one Tabas over, not the, not the row that's adjacent to the Mizbech, but one over. There's a Pshat from the Taisus Rid though, that no, that Sfainis means the north of the, all the Tabais. The Tabais, like we said, there was six by four, and the north was the one that's furthest from the Mizbech. All of them were north of the Mizbech. The one that was most north of the Tabais is the one that's the furthest from the Mizbech. And the Tabash means the second furthest from the Mizbech. Again, Mizrach and Mayav are exactly the same. The Mizrach is the one closest to the Pesach Hazar, the Mayav, the one closest to the Hechel. But Safain means the one that's furthest away from the Mizbech, because all of them were north of the Mizbech, it's the one furthest north of the Tabais, and Tabashnia means the one that's not the outermost north one, but the one that's the second furthest from the Mizbech.
He learns it up in the Rambam. He, he says that it's mashed that way in the Rambam in the Perish Mishnais and Talmud there. It's got a mafurish here in the Taisus Rid. And he also, like he mentions, the Balamar is mashed that way. The Balamar gives a time that the reason why it wasn't the furthest north, the reason why it was the second, the Tabash Nia, he says because the sun doesn't go out in the northern corner. The sun goes out a little bit further away from the northern corner. That's why we don't have it on the northernmost corner. Like Tfarishol points out, if he's learning like Rashi and Taisus and Taisus Shadim and Taisus Rush, the, the Miri also learns that way, that all it means is the second closest to the Mizbech, there'd be no Svara for the Balamara Bechlal. If he's learning, it means that it had to be the one of the northern ones, but not the most north, meaning the northern ones of the Tabais, the furthest away from the Mizbech, so the Pshat is it should be connected to Shemesh, and the Shemesh is not all the way north, the Shemesh is just almost all the way north, and that's why, that's where the Tabas is. And that's what it says in Taizrit also. In order for it to be connected to Shemesh, if you have it all the way north, so then already it's too far and the Shemesh is not there. In order to be connected to Shemesh directly opposite the Shemesh, so the Shemesh is joining directly on it, so the second one to the north, that's where the Shemesh is. Anything for closer to the Mizbech, he says, is going to be blocked by the shade of the Mizbech. The second one is that's where the sun is. So this is another Pshat in the Gemara, that the Tzfeinus Maravis and Tzfeinus Mizrachis means furthest away from the Mizbech, and Tabashniya means the second furthest away from the Mizbech, the one that's the second furthest north. The Mechaschinach brings it down, he declares if this din is Ma'akiv, he's mitzad that it's ma'akiv, but he says that agamar is mashman, any time that you don't have a shina olav akasav la'akiv, it won't be ma'akiv. So who would then hear, since even though it says shnayim la'yayim, that should be k'nege la'yayim, but there's no shina olav akasav la'akiv, so it won't be ma'akiv. It's only a din l'chadchila. Then the gemara fears ice, the nusach of the gemara that we have, musafin shal shabbos vaday tzrichim sheyu shnayim shavim. That by the Talmud, we have a Joshua for the Shnayim. The Shnayim Layayim, Sibikinagin Ayayim. That the Talmud Shoshach has to be in the West, and the Talmud Shal Abayim has to be in the East. But Musafin, since it says Shnei Kvasim Timidim, why does it say Shnei? You could just say Kvasim, Mi Kvasim Shnayim. The Avadin has to be that both of them are Shavim. So the Musafin Shoshach, as you get two Kvasim, they have to be Shavim. That's the Gemara's Maskana. The Rashi brings the Girisets Likuva. Rashi means the gears it's even ma'akiv, because you don't have any rebuy to tell you it's not ma'akiv. But Rashi says that it's shver, because where's the pasuk that it is ma'akiv? The other, the other places we brought up, is, the other places we asked the kasha, why do you need a rebuy telling you it's not ma'akiv? Where's the pasuk that is ma'akiv? So all the other places, by the Syria Mikipurim, and by the Kifsei Metzairim, and by the Tzipayri Metzairim, we had a reason to think it's ma'akiv, and then we had a rebuy. Mashiach in here, we don't have any reason to think it's ma'akiv. So Rashi says it's not the correct girsa. The correct girsa is the mitzvah is liya shavim, and it's not cannot ma'akiv. But Taisus does bring the girsa. Taisus stack holds it is ma'akiv, and they have to be shneim shavim likuva. And he says because it says at the end of the pasuk, "Ayla shavis v'shemate." That's shinol of a of la'akiv. That's what Taisus holds. So there's a machlekes Rashi and Taisus. Both of them hold that lemitzvah has to be shavim, and Rashi holds it's not ma'akiv, and Taisus holds it is ma'akiv. Lamaisa, the Rambam never brings down the halacha even the mitzvah. The Rambam does not bring down that the two kisve shambis, the two musve shambis have to be shoven even the mitzvah. The Mishnah and Hilchus Tvinu Mesaf and Perek Dal, the test, asked the Kasha, why not? Why was the Rambam mashmed this halacha in the Gemara that the Mesafin of Shabbos 
have to be shoven. Whether it's the mitzvah, la'akiv, al-kopanim, it says it has to be shoven. So the Emma says the different girsa we have on the side of Bein Hananel, and the girsa is already brought in the Taisus Rid, and in the Me'iri, that Fakert, uh, that Musa Shabbos Vadai doesn't have to be shoven, because the reason why it says Shnayim is to tell you Shnayim V'loy Arba. There'd be a half a minute, if we would just say Kvasim, we would say you need four Kvasim. And the Rebbein Hananel explains, because it doesn't say Echad Echad, since by the Talmud it says, it's mefarit echad echad, and here it says kvasim is not mefarit echad echad, so that would mean the hechrich four. It's a little bit schwer. Why? Maybe he's really a little bit bothered. Why don't you say me kvasim shneim? He says because it's like a tarach v'kasev l'kra, even though we would know it already. But that's very schwer l'charik. Because then why don't you say by all the other drushes that you would know shneim and tarach v'kasev l'kra? Not a hundred percent clear. Gabbanim the Rach is mashing because it didn't say echad echad, and the Zayzur also says it's because it didn't say echad echad like it said by the by, by the Tmidim. That would tell you that the kvasim are more than two. That would tell you the kvasim are four, unless it will be mafarish that says shnayim. Al Gabbanim you have this gears in the Rishenim, the Klar and the Rebbeinu Chananu on the side and in the Meiri and the Taisus Rid and the Achreinim the Lukutei Alachis from the Chafetz Chaim and the Arsameach and the Siyach Yitzchak, who had the Me'iri, they say that they have this Gerson the Rishayim, so that was the Ramam's Gerson the Gemara, and the Ramam's Gerson where was the Fakat, the Musaf Avadi, you don't need it, because the Shnei Kvasim by the Musafim is Takat Srichi, you need the Pasat to say Shnei to tell you two of them, that's not four. So that's Avadi, the Shittas Ramam, that doesn't mention that there's any mitzvah for them to be shoven. So come dice, we have three Shittas, the Shittas, Rashi is that Lamitzvah in each of them, Shittas Tais is that Laakav in each of them, and Shittas Rambam is that there's not even Lamitzvah, the Gemara never says it, the Gemara is saying for Kert, that the Muslim Shabbos, you don't need Shavim, even though it says Shnei Chavasim. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.